Well, how very true that is. I can't even walk without God holding my hand. Sometimes life kicks us in the tail and we don't like it too much and we don't wonder why. You know, I was reading this morning about temptation, that God wouldn't put nothing up more on me than I could tote. Sometimes I think God's shoulders are bigger than mine. But then again, I looked through the scripture and he says he always makes a way out. And today I want to talk to you about temptation. What are you tempted by? Is it lust of the flesh, pride of heart, self, envy, and even masturbation? See, people don't want to talk and say them words no more behind a pulpit. Well, it's scriptural, and I'm going to say them. You know, sometimes life gives us a, a lemon when we're looking for an orange. How do we overcome them things in our life? You know, when I was uh, out in the world, an ex-heroin addict, that monkey on my back turned into a full-grown gorilla every day. For months and months and months, I would fight it. And then I'd get weak and I'd give in. What caused me to get, give in? It wasn't because I didn't love God. I love God with all of my heart. It's because the flesh is weak. What are you weak in today? What are you struggling with? There's no problem that God can't handle. Nothing you're facing today that God can't handle. Maybe your marriage is in distress. Maybe your husband or your wife is not who you want them to be. Well, you got to remember, none of us is perfect. But we strive to be perfect. Every day is a struggle in life. Jesus said we would be tempted. He didn't say we'd go through life smelling like a bed of roses. He said, temptation will come, and it will come your way. So how do we defeat it? I defeat it every day by claiming that no matter what, I'm going to make it through the day. I'm going to be healed that day. I'm going to be free of temptation. Well, does it work? Sometimes, and sometimes it's easier than others. But what do we do? How long should we stay on our face before God? to get rid of these temptations. Well, I asked God that. I remember praying beside my bed one day because the urge of wanting to do a shot of dope was bigger than me at the time. And I kept praying and I kept praying, asking God to deliver it. And I got up after praying. I felt better for about five or 10 minutes. And then the urge hit me again. What happened? I got a case of the feel goods. And that's what's wrong with the church today. The church is getting a case of the feel goods, getting complex, and telling people it's all right to live their life the way they want to live it. Well, I'm telling you it's wrong. Temptation will come, but God will make a way out if we look to Him. When I got serious with God, God got serious with me. God knows a half-hearted person. He looks at your heart in the tents of your heart, the Bible says. So you... You can live your life the way, any way in this world you want to. God gave us a, a free will. It's called choice. You know, and I made that choice one day. I asked God to come into my life, and I got serious with God. And when I did, all my temptations went away. Do I still fight them every day? Sure I do. But I know who holds the key to them temptations. See, the Bible never lies. God said in his word, he cannot lie.
And see, God says that he won't put nothing on us more than we could bear. Sometimes that cross gets heavy. They said, take up your cross and follow me daily. Sometimes that cross gets heavy. And we stumble and fall with that cross on our back. What do you do when you fall into temptation? Get up, dust yourself off, keep your eyes on the prize, which is Jesus, and keep on marching. See, he gives you strength to get up when you fall. He don't like us when we fall. He don't appreciate us living in sin, but he's there when we do fall. He said he'd be a help in time of trouble, and I found that so very true. Is he your help today? Do you really know him? See, there's a place, and I was studying something else this morning. I was studying about temptation, and I was thinking about heaven. How glorious it's going to be. 15 miles high, 15 miles wide, 1,500 miles long. What a wonderful place it's going to be. Streets are made of pure gold. Crystal seas. Air that blows through your body. That is the love of God. Sunshine in heaven. It comes off the, the throne room of God. Can you imagine Jesus taking you by the hand to the Father and introducing you to the Holy of Holies that created all heaven and earth? See, when you're tempted, think of better things. Think of heavenly places. Think of positive things. Sure, we're all going to fall, but do you have the strength to get up? The Bible says keep your eyes upon the prize. And my prize is Jesus. Do, does your hope lie in a bar today or, or in making your wife happy, making your kids happy, making yourself happy with your job or your money or vehicles or your toys? Or does your heart really truly belong to Jesus today? Is that what makes you happy? Is that what makes you content? Paul said, I'm going to be content on a bad day or a good day. Whatever situation, either I'm bound or free, I'm going to be content. Whether I'm in jail or living in the free world, I'm going to be content. That's what Paul was talking about. The man that was shipwrecked, left in the water for three days, beaten. You're talking about a bad day? That brother had a bad day. But see, God makes a way out. He kept his eyes on the prize. And I'm hoping you're keeping your eyes on the prize today. What are you struggling with? What are you fighting the flesh against? What is causing you to stumble? What's causing you to keep your eyes off the prize? The Bible says anything that means more to us than God is an idol. What is your idol today? Is it your motorcycles? Is it your new car? Your new truck? Maybe your job? Maybe your banking account? See, things of this world can become an idol to us. And it can be a temptation to us. Anything that keeps us out of the will of God and doing God's will is unpleasing to God. God says He don't look upon sin, but He loves the sinner. He said, I didn't come into this world to condemn the world. I come into this world that they might be saved. And see, today, the only way that you'll ever try find true happiness is through Jesus Christ. See, one day I had to make a decision. When I've had enough, was enough, was enough. I got down on my knees. 
and gave my life to the Lord. It was the best decision I ever made. And today you can make that same decision. You can make that same choice. You know, God said He's no respecter of persons. He don't care what you're doing or what you did or what you're thinking. He said, I didn't come to condemn. I didn't come to point fingers. I didn't come to judge. You ain't got to be cleaned up, dressed up, fixed up, and prettied up to come to Jesus. See, my excuse was for years when I quit dope, I'm going to straighten up. When I make enough money, I give my life to God. See, that's the biggest lie in the world. That's a lie from Satan himself. Because we'll never make enough money. Things of this world will never give us contentment in our heart. But if you look to Jesus today, he will meet every need that you got, I promise you. This preacher will never lie to you. I'll be honest with you, I'll tell you the struggles that I face where you don't have to face them. So I woke up this morning and the devil tried to hit me right off the bat. But you know, I, I started praying and God removed them thoughts from my mind. And some of you are struggling right now with addiction. You're an alcoholic, you're a drug addict. And you have nowhere else to turn. He said, Lord, when I quit, I'll come to you. Come to you. Come to him just the way you are. Like I said, you ain't got to be fixed up, dressed up, all duded up to come to the Lord. You know, he loves the alcoholic just like he loves the drug addict. He loves the drug addict just like he loves the prostitute. Maybe you got a problem with anger. Maybe you got a problem with masturbation. See, that is wrong in God's eyes. But I'm coming to tell you today, if you give it to the Lord, oh, what a peaceful life you will live. What a wonderful and glorious life He's promised you. One day, you will meet that Savior. You will stand in judgment. And that judgment, He's either going to say, depart from me, I'm never knew you, or welcome in. Where do you stand today? Is he going to say, welcome in? Or is he going to cast you into a place called hell? Yeah, hell is real. And it's not made for a human never go there. It was made for the devil and his demons. The Bible said there will be gashing and gnashing of teeth in hell. So your flesh won't go to hell. A lot of preachers preach that it will, that you'll be burned up forever and ever. No, your soul goes to hell. And it's tormented night and day. One reason it's tormented because the Spirit of God is not there. Well, I'm telling you today, it's a real place. And there's people in hell today. Your judgment day is coming. You can give all temptations to God today. You can lay it on the table and say, Lord, I've had enough. Help me. And He'll help you and He'll be there right where you're at. No matter what circumstances you've done, no matter what temptation you're going through, my God is bigger. See, I don't serve a baby God. I serve a big, big God. I serve a God that said He can meet every need in my life. I serve a God that says that He healeth me, that He loveth me just the way I am. See, I serve a God. His name is the Great I Am. Not I was or going to be. His name is the Great I Am. 
So I'm telling you today and asking you, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I'm begging you today today. He said, I only come by one time. It's only through grace and mercy he keeps knocking because he loves you that much. He don't want to give up on you. I've often asked God, why are you taking so long to come back? He'll keep this world going for one lost sinner. He said, I left the 99. He said, I left the church house to go into the world to find that one lost. And that's what he's doing today. You may not even go to church. may not even believe in God. But you believe in something. You believe in that bottle, that bag of dope, your wife, your kids. How about not giving God a try? You know, the best thing I ever done was married a godly woman. And she's here in the studio with me. You know, it don't matter where I go, her I can feel her prayers. She supports me in ministry. She supports me at home, whatever I do. And that means a lot to me. And see, that's what some of your husbands and wives are missing, is a godly spouse. Maybe you've never took your kids to church. You know, the Bible says, train up a child to which the way it should go, and it will return. If you teach it good things, it's going to do good things. But if it sees you out there in the world doing bad things, what examples are you setting? See, temptation is real in life. I don't sugarcoat it or try to. I call it what it is. And one thing I can say, God can deliver you from temptation. He will set you free today if you just turn your turn to Him. Now, I've never felt such a tug at my heart as I do for broken people right now. I know there's people out there that are listening that don't know Jesus as their personal Savior. I want you to say this little prayer after me. And if you say it and you mean it with your heart, God's given you a new name. You're no longer a drug addict or prostitute. You're no longer an alcoholic. You're no longer a bad mother or father. Now, you're no longer a bad husband or wife. You're a child of God. You are called redeemed. See, God knew you before he even created this world, and he called you by your name. That's how much he loved you before he formed this earth you was on his mind so if you say this prayer after me and you mean it with everything in your heart god will change you if you just give him a chance it ain't gonna happen overnight it's a walk and you gotta walk out your own salvation just say this prayer after me lord jesus i'm a sinner and i confess that i sinned but today lord i'll make you my savior Come into my life and change me and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. And if you said that prayer today and you meant it from your heart, you're as sure as heaven as you're already there. When temptation comes knocking on your door, just repeat, say, Greater is he that lives in me than he that's in the world. And see, I have to say that constantly. Ten times a day, I'm going to keep saying it because I believe that God is bigger than my addiction, bigger than any problem that I face. And see, He can be that problem solver for you today. We love you. We're praying for you. We want to hear from you. My name is James Price. I'll give you my phone number. It's Erico 256-601-2650. 
Air code 256-601-2650. I'd love to hear from you, hear your praise reports. And if you give your life to Jesus, give me a call. I want to pray with you and encourage you and disciple you. See, that's what's wrong with the church today. They get people saved, but they don't disciple them. And then they go right back into the world because they don't know what to do when they get saved or what to do with it. You know, it's hard to live it out. Christianity is not easy. Jesus said it would not be easy. But he makes a way out. And he's making a way out for you today. And I'm believing with all of my heart, lives are being touched and changed. You know, I fought a long time about coming back on the radio. I brought preaching the Word of God over there. But there was such a tug in my heart for the lost and dying. I just had to tell somebody what Jesus done for me. And see, that's what you need to do today. If you give your life to God, go and tell somebody what Jesus has done for you. Confess it. The Bible says confess. And that means telling somebody. So we just ask you today to be strong in the Lord. When temptation comes your way, no matter what it is, God is your helper. He will take you by the hand. He will walk through any problem of any situation in life. I don't care what your neighbor says, your mom and dad says, your, even your pastor says, God will make a way. He's bigger than any problem that you face or any problem that you will ever face if you just lean on Him. So I'm asking you today, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and all your strength and have faith that God is going to do something big in your life today. Don't give up. Don't give in. You know, the devil wants to try to throw things out there to you to make you give up on God. And then when you give up on God, you say, well, I can't do it no more. I'm not going to serve God no more. You know how many times I told God I would never serve Him? <laughs> if God would have heard them prayers, hell's where I'd be today. You know how many times I told God I would never preach the Word? A thousand times or more. You know how many times I told God that I didn't love Him? That there wasn't no God? A thousand times or more. But I knew in my heart that there was. I knew in my heart. No matter how much I denied him, I knew in my heart there was a true living God. And see, that's the reason I don't believe in atheism. I really don't. Because the Bible says God breathed his spirit into man. In the book of Genesis, when God created man, he said he breathed his spirit into man. If he breathed his spirit into man, that means that his spirit even lives within an atheist. They know that there's a God. They're just lying to their self. But I'm asking you to have courage and have strength. Keep your eyes on the prize, and that's the Lord in a place called heaven. Oh, what a glorious day that's going to be when I see my Savior come for me. Oh, when he takes me by the hand and he walks me through that promised land. Oh, what a day, a glorious day that will be. Until next week. We love you, we praise you, we're out here winning one soul at a time for Jesus.